Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia. I'm here with my co-host, Jessica. Hi. Hi. We have a special guest, a first-time guest, a lovely comedian, somebody that I think is very funny, oh. Ronald Dario. Hi. 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 Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Thank Anytime. you for letting me here, in here in this <laughs> lovely home. Bienvenue. Bienvenue oh. chez Jessica AJ. Way. 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 I'm Danny DeVito. Such a good character. It's so sexy. Do you think it's sexy? I think he is the epitome of a hot dude. That scene where he bites off a guy's nose. Oh, yeah. It's great. And when he's eating, he eats a sardine. He eats a raw fish. A raw fish, like really suggestively. He's just so oily, too. Yeah. Like it, and is, I like his pantaloons. He's always so dirty. Yeah. His underwear mm. scene where he's just wearing his like one yeah. piece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's good yeah. to know that about you. Yeah. That's my kink. He's <laughs> Danny DeVito in Batman. Today I saw a large kind of lawn sculpture in my neighborhood that was made out of wood and had two holes in it. And I wanted to text you a picture and say, I found Farmer Man's girlfriend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Farmer Man. I know. Is it just like glory holes? Like, what is it? I'll send you a picture. It's okay. like, it's around town in okay. a brown car that's brown. Beautiful art. Yeah, there's lots of art in my new neighborhood. There's a lot of uh, little mini doors on trees, I too. I think those are very oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. The elf doors, right? It's, fairy yeah. doors, fairy doors. It's just like a trend. I did see one recently that was just a little frog in front of it. Like, not a real frog. Yeah, like a little stone frog? A little, a little, um figurine ah. and it looked like and the door was way too big for the frog and then i posted a picture and so many people commented and people were like he's like a bouncer at a cool club ah. yeah just really into that frog I, think. I love those fairy doors do you have them in your neighborhood too uh no not that i've seen in uh, in the neighborhood that i live in uh we don't even have any like little libraries in the neighborhood that i live in oh gosh yeah where do people put their trash <laughs> yeah. they, just, they put it in the, the side of the street just yeah. right in like, the street yeah. yeah lots of microwaves just uh, wait till it gets... i put a microwave out the other day that the last tenants in my place and somebody took it really yeah i was really surprised that someone took it i thought yeah. it was broken i don't think so oh people will just take them for parts and stuff too yeah cause... and just to turn into sex Dolls. Oh, yes. Sex robots. <laughs> yeah. It's microwave, just a microwave covered in fun fur. Yeah. Put it on an old Roomba and you have like an entire yeah. thing going. Isn't that like a character in Adventure Time? Do you watch Adventure Time? I watch Adventure Time. <laughs> like Neptor, isn't he? He's a tin can on an old microwave. Oh. Yeah. Is it a sneaky uh, only for the adults thing? It's not a sex. He's not a sex doll, but he's like for a. Somebody is. He, I think like Ice King made him or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's he's a good and like he has one move that's like throwing pies out for, like rapidly of his I don't remember. And he's infinite pies in two. Somehow he's magic. I don't know. Well, he sounds like magic. Yeah, I love Naptor. Um also I haven't watched that show in a very long time and I'm usually uh pretty high when I watch it. <laughs> so my memories of it are quite foggy. Uh check it out. It sounds good. It's really good. I've only seen a few episodes. My favorite episode is uh, one where Tree Trunks, who's voiced by like a little old lady, you find out that she's been having alien babies for like decades. Yeah. 
It's the best mm-hmm. episode. It's a very fun show. Yeah. So much. Yeah. And there's so many like nice. You can rewatch it many times and yeah. you always get something new out of it. Yeah. They have a bunch of jokes that are happening in like the background too. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched that one episode probably 15 times because <laughs> it's the only one I have on my computer. Very cool lady mm. over here. Very cool lady. I'm so cool. So Ronald. Yes. Have you ever worked retail? I have worked retail. Oh, really? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Coincidence. Yes. It's uh, segueing perfectly into it. Uh, <laughs> Smooth operator here, over here. Get on my segue. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure if this is a nightmare or if it was a dream, the mm-hmm. place that I, this entire thing that happened. Sure. So I'll, maybe I'll let you decide at the sure. end. Yeah. Uh, I can't I was working for um, LBGTQA plus hybrid store. Okay. Where they it was a uh, it was called. I remember. Yeah. yeah. It was uh, marketed as like a boutique for uh, yeah. all for inclusive like, yeah. for everything for everything. Yeah, for photos and for cell cell phone service. I didn't see. I didn't realize that I would go there, but then someone was like, "Yeah, that's the gay man phone store," and I was like, "What?" Yeah, it didn't really. It wasn't it it confused me when I signed when I started working there but it was a job so like I wasn't going to question it mm-hmm. um I found out about it. it there was a random I wanted a job I wanted a new job uh, and then I saw a random posting on Craigslist it was very vague it was just like are you young and open minded <laughs> <laughs> do you know cool brands and are and no technology uh so I sent them an email and I had an interview uh and it was a very weird interview it was in a like a location I guess they rented because they wanted to keep it top secret oh, and gosh, okay. I just I went there and I did the interview and I made the person laugh and uh, a couple weeks later I got the job and I was gonna have my orientation which ended up being at the Vancouver Sun Run oh so we met <laughs> We met at the sun run the first time we all met and including meeting our managers for the first time. We had to finish the sun run. What? (laughs) Yeah. uh, It was mandatory for you to run. It was mandatory for us to at least walk. Uh, and do the sun okay. run. Okay, that, how, how that many would be kilometers really is not it? cool if you had a, some sort of like. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. That doesn't seem if legitimately legal. I think if I think if you really didn't want to do it, uh, it was fine. But I, it's also like you. It's their first time. Yeah. Meeting our coworkers and our managers, so I don't like. You're not gonna say if you yeah. can walk. I think you're not gonna say no to it. No, of course. Yeah. Uh, and they were opening. The, they were opening. <laughs> Um, so, uh, I don't know if I should be saying the name of it. We can, we can put a horse sound over top okay. of it. Don't uh, worry. Yeah. Or any animal Are sound of your choosing. A cat sound. Okay. Let's have a cute, uh, meow. Jay, can you edit in every time, uh, the word <coughs> is mentioned? But kayak's fine. Kayak is fine. You could put kayak. Is it? <coughs> I think it was. <coughs> that's the way they pronounce okay, it. I'm saying it right. Can you put uh, a Grunto sound effect? Grunto is a new character that Jay has invented, and oh. it's just uh, basically Garfield wearing jeans. Oh, oh, cool Garfield. He actually drew it for your show and then didn't hand it in. Does he know about lasagna? Chris uh, wants Marmalade? It's marmalade. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he knows about it. I they think should really team up those two. The world is ready for infinite numbers of uh, yeah. Garfield ripoffs. Yeah. Lot, yeah. Lots of bootleg Garfield. Yeah. Exactly. So you're at the Sun Run. Yeah. So we're at the Sun Run. Uh, so that was just one of the things that we had to do and how it was like a, quirk, a quirky brand. Um, we were going to have an opening. So it was like two weeks or two or three weeks before opening. We had a whole bunch of training. You've, you've been into the... 
location. Mm-hmm. It's like, it looks like a nightclub. I accidentally uh, walked in. Yeah. It's like all, everything there is so expensive. It makes me angry. And it's, they leave all the lights on at night and like monitors and stuff. All the monitors on. I think like the phones, like all the iPhones are like turned on randomly also. It makes me really upset. And they were, yeah, they were spending a lot of money on stuff. Um, the washrooms uh, were, they had these black porcelain toilets um, that were shiny on, they're shiny like toilets are on the outside and then <laughs> matte on the, in the bowl. Um, and the person who was running it did not like that. They wanted it to be glossy the whole way through. <gasps> so they pulled these toilets out, which I think somebody had said were imported from Italy <gasps> and replaced them with full glossy toilets. Whoa. And so I don't think you can return toilets so they did that <laughs> we're like my turds don't look good they're not popping enough people want a selfie they're turds <laughs> from the toilet here from the phones that are for that sale. yeah you just take take it into the washroom yeah that's amazing <laughs> uh they also had like they also had a bunch of like antique furniture in that wa- in one of the washrooms there was like an all mirror side table okay. of just the store toilet paper and there was like a there was a tag on there that said several thousand dollars for it uh and it was just used there for uh, for toilet paper paper. but Um, the toilet paper was diamond encrusted to cut up your very uncomfortable (laughs) a lot of infections uh yeah and so for the actual opening we all the employees had to walk down a runway that they had set up there. It was like a big media thing. Uh, we They hired a bunch of uh, makeup artists to do makeup on all of us. Wow, um, wow. There was also a hairstylist who was very mad at me because I had cut my hair in between uh, taking pictures at the Sun Run and then meeting him uh, he was very mad because i had like these real i had really long bangs like very very long and i got i got a haircut and i cut them and he had like had these sketches of me because they had <laughs> taken pictures of me at the sunrun that i didn't even know about but he had these sketches of me where he what he wanted to do with my hair and he showed them to me and it was very strange and uncomfortable because i think i was the only one that he also did like sketches of <laughs> i've been drawing you yes. <laughs> this is you and this is you and me <laughs> this is you and pigtail I'm speechless. How long ago was this? It was a couple. It was like maybe eight or nine years ago. Yeah. So we had to. And I think this I think the store is closed now. So, yeah, I think it's fine uh, to be talking about it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, they had like this big media event where like all the big corporate people were there and they were all clapping and taking pictures of us. They hired (laughs) photographers. We had to walk down this makeshift runway that they like built there just for the day. Jeez. And uh, weird. It, yeah, it was strange. And they, they like gave us like choreography lessons. Uh, what? And we were getting paid for it. And uh, <laughs> which I have to say. You have to keep telling I have yourself to keep that. telling myself that. <laughs> I had to walk down the runway with a laptop bag sure. on my shoulder and also holding a phone case that was still in its box. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and just like show the audience and everybody would be clapping at me. So were there actual so weird like customers there at this opening or no it was all like tastemakers and like uh, people in on uh, the robson street community who would like you know talk about the place yeah like Um, the business association people and yeah and but uh they were all going into the washrooms in groups Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and being the like, night. this toilet isn't glossy enough. It's not shiny. We can't take a picture here. <laughs> we can't do cocaine off of it. And uh, that, that's another thing. Uh, the well, there was champagne going uh, throughout the whole night. Um, there was a 
after party at one at a club that was just rented out specifically for the people there. Uh, this is all just opening day. It was all just opening day. It was all just <laughs> how a, much money have they spent at this a point? Ton of money. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, the next day we all ha- I had a shift there and we went there and we had to clean up because it was a big mess and uh, that mirror cabinet uh, the table in the washroom mm-hmm. uh, we had to get rid of because there were several cut marks <gasps> all over it uh, because people had been using credit cards and whatever else to make lines out of who knows what I'm assuming it was just something just- Powdered sugar. Lots powdered of powdered sugar. sugar. They're jellying some donuts and powdering <laughs> sugar. Poo donuts. Yeah. <laughs> and then baking pictures. Uh, yeah. So that poor table. Yeah, I feel how really much. Bad. What was the price tag on it? It was several thousand dollars, right. and then we they ended up having to like get rid of it. Uh, somebody else who was training with us, they uh, got fired randomly, and the they were saying allegedly she had walked in on people in the washroom uh, who did not want her to walk in and that's okay. why she got let go. Um, and that, yeah, that was all just the opening day of it. Wow. After that, it was, it just turned into like a fancy Best Buy experience, yeah. like, experience right. for us working there. It's um, like mostly just phones. Yeah. And, <laughs> and it like was expensive accessories. Yeah. Really expensive accessories. The, like all leather uh, Android cases and stuff like that, where we'd have to like, where most people going into the store, would just not they'd see the price and they'd be like no thank you yeah and walk right out um they were they were also doing things like uh, for promo we'd be standing outside with these vouchers because it was also owned by mm-hmm. and we were trying to hand them out to people but you're not no one's going to take anything from you that you're just handing out uh but if you took it you would get a hundred free photo prints whoa from the inside you could just go and you'd have you get a card that lets you print out a hundred like four by six photos uh-huh. uh, and nobody would take them because it's just people flyering or whatever yeah. but some people did and some people printed it out and that seems also like a lot of money to spend yeah. on just like opening that for free yeah that seems like a terrible investment all around and also yeah. they kind of treated you guys like pieces of meat yeah well, it's the only time I've ever been treated like a piece of meat, so... No, it's not the end of the podcast yet. Oh, well. <laughs> um, Prepare to be tenderized. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me get out my mallet. My Kobe beef. So in retrospect, it's a fun story to tell. Yeah. Uh, at the time, it was just very surreal. Yeah. Yeah. How long did you wind up staying there? Not very long. I took the job uh, after leaving my previous job. I was working. I worked at a comic book store for like six years. Okay. Uh, And then I was going to go to Vancouver Film School and uh, I needed something in between. So I I worked there for three or four months and then did not feel bad about quitting. (laughs) Like, yeah. What comic store did you work at? Uh, It was called POW Comics. It was on Victoria Drive in like 20 or, or 38th. Okay. I worked there for a lot of my informative years. <laughs> I, yeah, I worked at a video store for eight years. So I know what that's like, like niche customers. Yeah. The the kind of customers who will just hang out the whole day, day. with you yeah. talking about things and you just feeling trapped. L- yeah. Trapped and also just trapped emotionally and <laughs> also yeah. uh, financially. And just like stunted. <laughs> Like having the same conversations again and again. Yes. Reminding them to not follow women who come to the store <laughs> around. Oh, uh, we tried to, yeah, which I feel like we the, the store that we had, we tried to make it a lot more inclusive and not have like the stereotypical like 
comic book Nerdy clubhouse dudes. Yeah, like the alpha E sort of thing, uh, which is why we had a much different clientele than most comic book stores. Okay. But yeah, we would have people who we who would be a little bit problematic and then I was too much of a coward to really tell them to stop coming to the store. Mm, it's tough. Yeah. You can tell them now. Stop coming to the store. Stop coming to the store. (laughs) Is the store still there? No, it's not. Oh, okay. It closed down a while ago. Well, now they can't. No. Now they can't come. So it seems like every place you work at closes down. (laughs) Yeah, I'm a curse. (laughs) I work for the Vancouver Public Library now, so. Oh, it can't close down. Yeah. I I don't want it to. But I could, and then I could. Do you work at the main location? Yeah, I work uh, downtown. Whoa, so cool. Such a great library. Coliseum building. Yeah, the the great Coliseum that's in so many sci-fi shows. So many. What year was that with... Eight years ago, you said? Yeah, it was eight like eight, eight or nine years ago. 2011. It seems like stuff like that doesn't happen as much anymore in retail. Thank God. No, yeah, for sure. <laughs> so weird that you had to walk down a runway. Yeah, we had like name tags. Uh, instead of sales associate, we were matchmakers of merchandise. <gasps> Burf. Which is, Burf. Burf. Which is mom. If they, I don't think anybody was thinking about that. Mom. I'm your mom. Matchmakers of merchandise. As a mom. My old hairdresser one day came back from... And she was like, yeah, I always go there for service. And, sh- and then she had bought all these like accessories and they were so expensive. And I am cheap and on a budget at all times. But I remember the, the prices on things. I was like, why would you buy that? It's like, oh, yeah, it's such a great price. Oh, this thing is so handy. I was like, that's stupid. Why would you? But I think she totally fell for the kind of consumer experience there. Yeah, the, the, the glamour of it all. And yeah, we, to- we toured people around. We gave them Nespresso. Uh, right. We gave them, we had cookies, like really nice cookies from a bakery that we just give to anybody who wanted to sit down and talk about phones for a little bit. I would have talked about phones for a cookie. Yeah, and coffee. <laughs> were you allowed to eat those cookies? No, <laughs> we were not. <laughs> if we wanted to, if we wanted to have any of the Nespresso caps, we would have to like put fifty cents or something into <gasps> a jar. Whoa! So it was, it was, yeah. Really? Bizarre. Yeah. What a bizarre place. The place that I have been to was not the location that you worked at, but uh, the one uh, in South Granville that was sort of a smaller, less intense. And I think now they don't even call it that anymore. Uh, but I've bought several phones from there and they've always been extremely helpful. But it, there is like a bit of a vibe there, like the sort of like high end fancy. And it's just like it's a boutique, even though I'm like <laughs> my phone broke because it fell in a bathtub. I need a new phone. <laughs> Give me the whatever is free. <laughs> That's like when I go in there and they're like, OK, we know how to handle this customer <laughs> and we're going to give you all sorts of deals because we feel so Sorry for you. So I I think they've morphed into like a more normal store now. But like the men in there do have fancy hair. Oh, yeah. They (laughs) they would like everybody would be putting on makeup like right in the like in the morning, like the right before the shift would start. Everyone was putting on makeup together there. And then I would let my coworkers put makeup on me, too, just because it was fun. fun. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to I was I worked I had got one of them to do uh, the David Bowie Thunderbolt on me and I worked like that the whole day and I felt very cool. That's very fun. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm sure you were very cool. I was not. (laughs) No. Sounds pretty cool. I don't know. I was the dorky lame one that they hired there to fit the quota. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you're like, I'm the geek. Yeah, I'm the nerd. I know about tech stuff. <laughs> um, I think it's cool because I've also had that David Bowie lightning bolt <laughs> has oh, drawn yeah. on my face before. So I'm like, I have to say it's cool. Um, but it's also, yeah, pretty dorky. I did it for a video 
uh, that my friend and I made for Jay's birthday years and years ago. And then afterwards, I was like, I'm just going to keep it on. And then I was like walking around, went to the liquor store, ran into uh, Dave and Graham. And I was like, <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> and it's just like, yeah, what? And it's just normal makeup. Totally regular. Those who live for that. They made their day. Uh, yeah, I think Dave didn't know who I was and was scared. Um, <laughs> He's just shy. Do you have a retail nightmare? Well, you know that I love Red Robin. <laughs> Still have never been there. You've picked the best time not to go there. So I go there with my friend Sarah Hadar often because they have a gluten-free menu and a vegetarian and vegan menu. So she can eat there and I can eat there. And sometimes they make me like look at this weird menu on an iPad. And the last couple of times we've gone there, it seems like it's getting dirtier. And it's always really busy. So I don't think it's going out of business. But yeah. the tables are really sticky all of a sudden. And it's not like... It's almost like someone used the wrong cleaner on them and it melted the varnish. Oh, but no. It's strange. I and hate we were that sitting feeling. beside this lovely woman and she was also kind of trying not to touch the table. And every time I order something, it's burnt. And I always get a soda when I'm there. And the fun thing about going there is they refill the sodas in your french fries. Yeah, nonsense. It's like endless soda, endless french fries. It sounded like you said they refill the soda in your french fries. <laughs> and I was like, that sounds bad. I think that's it's, the next step. Red Robin's float. <laughs> it's mostly potato. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah, Maraschino cherry on top. Oh, God. Potatoes are so good. And I know that it's Red Robin. I know that's family dining. It's like a massive chain from the U.S. It's weird to eat there, but I can eat there and not have to ask a bunch of dumb allergy questions. And uh, so I've always cherished that experience until recently. Like my burgers have been burnt. They don't have any gluten-free buns. So I get a lettuce wrap and it's just like this wet thing. Mm. And the server disappears because they're understaffed for like 30 minutes at a time. They're going over to, <laughs> to do coke yeah. off of the mirror. <laughs> and then the last time I was there with Sarah, we decided that we probably need to take a break because it was the same experience. But the entire time there was just a roll of paper towels hanging out on the floor near us. Hmm. I just sat there for 45 minutes and uh, my, the carpets were really dirty. It's just really weird now. Is is this on Robson? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a favorite place of mine, but I think it's I time. I think Robson Street is just Dying. Like eating itself. Yeah. 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 It's, it's an really weird there. <laughs> oh, or a burrow. Eating its own ding dong. It has a clue. <laughs> eating its own ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> I think Robson Street mm. got some ribs removed, so it could. Uh, <laughs> the Marilyn Manson special. Or a burrows itself. Getting yeah. a rib removed really hurts. You've had it? No, Cher had it done, though, didn't she? Oh. Why? Just to be pierced thinner, I believe. Really? She's like so. naturally. This extremely could be completely thin. I may have dreamt that. I don't know. I don't know about that. Okay, I have to say, though, every time you talk about Red Robins, I think... It's just Red Robin. Red Robin. I think of Red Robinson. Oh, like the Red Robinson Theater. (laughs) Yeah, who is a local DJ from the 60s. I'm not sure. He's still around. Uh, But do you know this guy? Yes, I've I've heard jingles and stuff with his name. Yeah, he, like, interviewed the Beatles and Elvis and stuff, and now there's, like, a theater that, like, uh, Beatles tribute bands plays at. But every time, like, I have conflated the two things together in my mind, and I feel like he is the boss of that place. That's right. Or, like, his face is on all the menus. I should really just go there and learn for myself. Is it, like, is it, like, a diner Type? It's diner inspired. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like a, the American dinery sort of. Yeah. Like, like you can get a Johnny Rockets sort of. Yeah. Thing, but like a little less uh, 
themed than Johnny Rockets would be. I only they only just opened a Johnny Rockets here like recently and it's by my house and mm. they have onion rings there. I'm just waiting for like when I break and need onion rings. But I know like that's the closest location onion rings are to me. There's an onion rings near your work at A and W. Yeah, that's true. And Beyond Burgers. I haven't hit that level. We had an A and W like group lunch a week or so ago and so many people ordered onion rings and they looked amazing. I don't think I can eat onion rings actually yeah. without really upsetting my stomach. But anyway, I can end every story with that. Yeah, welcome about, to the club. Yeah. Uh, any retail nightmares from you? Dreams? No, I've just been eating a lot of rice lately. So, I mean, we went to Costco together. Oh, yeah. That lady oh. hit me with her cart. Oh. She just hit my bag. Yeah. I think she was just like an old lady. I still yelled at her, which yeah. I think is fine. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. It's stressful in Costco, too. I think everyone's yeah. stressed and no one's paying attention to where they're pushing their cart. I feel like most people aren't that stressed. They're just dicks. That's also no. That's I'm tired of making true. excuses for people. I do that. So that's my I new, so my, the new me. That's very new. I'm always like, oh, maybe it's because of this. Now I'm like, nah, I'll take a break from that soon. I'm sure because I'll get so down on it. Yeah. Costco favorite p- moments of Costco. Um, leaving. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw a Real Housewives uh, from the Real Housewives of Vancouver show, and then said to Jessica, like, don't look now. There's a Real Housewife. For, uh, right beside us uh and jessica didn't know because she has taste in tv <laughs> i've just i've never seen any of those shows but i i figured out who it was i was like oh it's the lady with the duck face mm-hmm. she's 50 <laughs> she i mean she looks like she's a rich 50 yeah yeah i noticed something interesting like the way con- do you you know a little bit about contouring yes so she contours by putting just a thick brown line around her jaw like a chin strap yeah it's just weird to see like fake celebrities or celebrities, real celebrities at all in the Costco. And all she was buying was Tide. She had a cart full of Tide and toilet wow, paper. Wow, you notice so much more about this lady than I, I notice everything that everyone's buying. Yeah? Yeah, I'm really interested. Like, the oh. women behind us that just had one thing. Yeah. Blueberries. Um, do you have any other retail nightmares? Uh, not re- Not recently. Oh, I mean, just I do kind sure. of. There's a there's a store in, uh, that a lot of comedians know right next to the Little Mountain Gallery. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, and if you, I think I know where this is going. Yeah, there's a there's a there's a store there, and uh, there's a new person working there. Oh, oh really? it's not the person that's always high. And that's the person that's always high who's like with the with the dyed hair who's always calling me brother and uh, <laughs> okay. telling me about his rap. Uh, it's it there's a new really person. Cool. He's he he has a he has a chain that has um a CD on it. Just he, a CD? Just or a CD. Not like not, a, and he has a hoodie a, that's all marijuana leaves as well. Uh, yeah, I've seen that as well. Do yeah. you think he's single? He moved He moved to Edmonton. Oh, what? So. I'm going to Edmonton soon. Oh, I mean, maybe <laughs> that'll be your meet, your sleepless in Seattle and meet you. <laughs> meet me on White Ave. <laughs> Why did that guy move to Edmonton? I'm not sure. Mm. Uh, yeah, I just heard, I heard from uh, Sam who works at the Little Mountain Improv bar who knows that guy a little bit well because he always gets ice and stuff uh he said that he would he was moving to edmonton and he's not coming back okay um but yeah i was in the store and uh i was trying to buy a kombucha Mm -hmm. um but the person behind the counter wasn't giving me any service he was too busy following a young black man who was walking around the store with his eyes and uh yeah it just made me very uncomfortable and uh, finally he would finally he let me pay for the kombucha uh, and yeah, I just felt, and I just felt bad for, for the rest of the evening. Hmm. 
and it's like time to go to a comedy show. <laughs> yeah, time to make people laugh. It's good. I can hide behind a shell, so it's Aww, fine. That's a bummer. The last time I went into that store, I was the high person, <laughs> and uh, I really wanted wine gums. Uh, and then I found some, and uh, the pack that I grabbed was half open, and someone had just like twisted the end of it, like eaten half of it, and then put it back. So maybe, the guy that went uh, to Edmonton. Yeah, maybe it was a high high buddy. There's really good snacks in that store. Yeah. yeah. They have uh, all the US and UK candy bars and stuff there too. Yeah, they got mm-hmm. pixie sticks. Yeah, they have so much. They got all the herbs. I had a peanut butter Snickers bar the last time I was there. It was what? really good. That sounds like a limited edition thing. I know. And I didn't even pay for myself. Aaron bought it for me. Oh, <laughs> that's nice. Well, I'd spent all of my money on booze already. <laughs> yeah. I feel like since I stopped drinking, I stopped drinking like over a month ago. Uh, and I was like looking at my bank account and I was like, did I like get some extra money or something? I was like, did I get like, what was this? Like I got my tax return, but then I spent it on a new keyboard immediately. And then I was just like thinking, I was like, what has changed? And I was like, oh my gosh, it's from not drinking for a month. It's so expensive. It's shocking to me. Like I could actually budget it and figure out how much money I've saved, but it was like a noticeable difference in my bank account. I only like that night that we were out, we went out for drinks and I had like $40 and I bought drinks and with three drinks plus tip came to like $40, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so that's why Aaron Aaron bought the Snickers bar for me because I was like, please. But um, yeah, I don't buy alcohol very often, but I did this weekend. I was like, oh yeah, like it's really really adds up really quickly. Really adds up. And I even like just go to liquor stores. I don't drink at bars a lot. I would just like buy a six pack of nudes or neutrals or whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah i like how much money i'm saving it really adds up very quick especially when you're going to shows and just doing stuff with friends all the time oh yeah yeah it's weird when you go to a comedy show and you don't get paid to do it but you drink because you're on the show and then you're down money like when i first started doing comedy you don't get drink tickets a lot of comedy stand-up shows you don't like not at like clubs and stuff hmm not when you're an amateur. Mm. That seems like so basic, though. It's normal at like a lot of shows to get a drink ticket. Mm-hmm. But a drink ticket when you have like nerves and stuff doesn't go very far. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even feel it at all when you're nervous and you're just like, I want to be OK up there. Yeah. <laughs> Should we do worst present from a family member? Yes. Yeah. The worst present ever from a family member. The worst present ever from a family member. What is your worst present ever? So the worst present ever, uh, I want to preface this by saying it might be a little dark, but um, I was not, I was turning 10 years old and I was in the Philippines uh, with my family. We were visiting. Uh, and during that time, it was, it was my birthday. It was uh, around Christmas and then my birthday is on January 5th. Um, so for my birthday, my dad said that my grandmother, whose house we were staying in, and it was more of like a, it was in a, it was a village and it was more of a hut than a house, uh, wanted to give me something. Um, so I had to go into a room to see her because uh, she was very sick and they didn't preface anything. They didn't warn me about anything. I was 10 years old um, and my grandmother, she had Alzheimer's, she had dementia, she was bedridden. And she also had bad eye surgery uh, decades before. And her, so her eye, she had no eyeballs. Okay. Uh, so, Jeez uh, Louise. Yeah. So as a kid, I walked in there and it, 
it's a village. There's no AC. I mean, there's obviously no AC. It's a very hot room, so it smells terrible. I walk in. She has dementia. She's just saying things in uh, Tagalog, which I don't understand, uh, at me randomly. And uh, she had just dips where her eyes should be. Wow. Uh, and she uh, she was there and she was talking to me and they were pushing me forward to go and talk to her and stuff. And I, I can't speak to her. She doesn't know English. Uh, and I was just trying to be as nice as possible while looking at the ground. Uh, and she, for my 10th birthday, which was a big deal, uh, she wanted me to have a watch that my grandfather uh, wore during World War II. Oh, my gosh. Uh, hiding from the Japanese. Uh, and uh, I had no idea what that meant. Uh, and then they kept going on. Uh, my dad was translating the things that my grandmother was saying. Uh, and yeah, like the watch saved him and would tell time for him and keep him sane while hiding in caves oh from gosh. the Japanese. And I was, was 10. I had no idea of any of that history. And uh, then she, she talked about how many people in the village were killed. And uh, yeah. And then I got the watch and I left and I, it's something that has imprinted on me and I think really speaks to who I am as a person now. Holy shit. That's so scary. Yeah. I have, I legit still have nightmares of being in that room. Uh, there was a cuckoo clock there that had like the most insane cuckoo clock noise. Uh, it, it was like a wah, 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 <laughs> uh, which was very, yeah, it was very surreal. Thinking about it, it feels like, a scene in Twin Peaks. Yeah, I was going to say, you have to put this in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I will sell it to Jordan Peele. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You could put it in a Twilight Zone episode and it would be kind of good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> kind it would of? Be, it was, I think it would be, it would be the one that's So the they didn't say, one. like, Ronald, this might frighten you. No. Your Nana's missing both of her eyes. Had like, but had you seen her before? No, this, this is, is the, the first very time first meeting. Meeting her. Wow. I actually had heard my mom and dad arguing a bit because I think my mom didn't want me. Like he's not ready. Yeah, he's like very. <laughs> I think uh, in Tagalog she was saying like he's too young or something along those lines. Uh, but my dad really wanted me to meet her because it was probably the last time yeah. that I would ever have the opportunity to. Right. Uh, they didn't let my brother, my younger brother, in, which is really for the best yeah uh but yeah i it was and i have i still have the watch it's at my parents place because i just i can't i feel like i can't get rid of it yeah of course yeah Yeah, that's special it really reminds me of that scene uh in in pulp fiction oh yeah christopher walken (laughs) talking about the watch watch, Mm -hmm. yeah i thought you were gonna say like he put it up up his his ass ass. (laughs) (laughs) i wish everything's just up and ass with me um I I have vivid memories, like not at all as as uh, intense as yours, but like encountering my grandparents when they were very old and sickly because like my grandfather was born in 1898. Like he was he was very like my parents were quite old and my grandparents were old when they had my dad. Like my dad was born in 1945. And like, yeah, so our dads were the same age. Yeah. But my grandma was. 50 when my dad was born like it was like a miracle baby type thing so they were all quite old when I was like I was born in 1986 so I got to know them very briefly but the and they were like every visit would be like in a scary hospital bed or like an old folks home and uh, my grandfather famously 
I tell people this all the time because I think it's hilarious. Uh, looked exactly like Freddy Krueger. Oh. <laughs> like I have the side by side photo um, comparison. And he thought it was really fun to always pretend to be asleep when we'd come to visit. And then we'd come up and be like trying to wake him up and trying to be quiet. And then he'd just go like, ah! <laughs> and like turn around and yell and ha have his teeth out. And I would just cry and he'd just laugh so much. <laughs> it's terrible. Very bad man also, like uh, did a lot of crimes and stuff. Bad, oh. bad dude. So I, I know that like that weird uh, the parents being like, they should know their their history and their heritage and get to know. But then also like this is going to traumatize them for yeah. the rest of their lives. It's got to it's a it's tough. I think it's going to be a balance because I feel like some some people who probably had their grandparents who were older shielded from them probably say like why didn't you introduce me to them yeah. um so or they'll yeah. just see like a photo of them when they're young and beautiful or something and be like oh they look so cool yeah, and it's I like time them. is not kind to anyone no <laughs> also like it sounds like your family survived like some pretty horrific situations from you know war to botched eye surgery like yeah. that's a lot of tragedy she got in that little room yeah I, I learned a little and bit more. Alzheimer's. Yeah, Alzheimer's and dementia, which settled in. Uh, she had the surgery. They had to remove her eyes because they got infected. And she was Aww. like in her 50s. And so she was, uh, yeah, she was completely blind. And she started, I think she got depressed. Of course. This is very, uh, very. Uh, <laughs> That's okay. We can part. get real on this podcast. But uh, yeah, so I think she like just stayed in bed like for the rest of her life after that. I think that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally fair. I'm just trying to find a photo of my Freddy Krueger grandfather for you because it truly needs to be seen to be believed. Did he take his teeth out prior or did he make the teeth like jump out of his mouth? Um, He would, well, he would put them in a glass of water beside uh, the bed, of course, when he would uh, have his, his nap as his tradition. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Yes. Yeah, he like actually looked exactly like him. Have I not shown you this photo? No. Oh my god. Yeah. That's you should this should be in a movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, let's just make a a horror film yeah. about uh It's a couple and they have to meet each other's grandparents. <laughs> it's a horror film. Yeah, yeah I like this. That's a great okay. idea. We'll call Jordan Peele. We'll call him up. <laughs> hey, I know you're not busy right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to say, this is way too depressing yes, and scary for too me. Dark. Uh, too dark. Where's the comic relief? <laughs> and we'll just be like, Tim Heidecker's in it. It's fine. <laughs> Put Tim Heidecker and Lil Ray in it. And it's going to, that's going to so be sellable. Good. It's going to be lovable. <laughs> um, ticket? Yeah. Do you have, have a ticket to give? Do I do have, have a ticket to give.
Yeah, I, I, I was walking home with Carrie Donaldson, who's a comedian in the city. Okay. We, yeah, she's so funny. And uh, we work at the library together. Nice. So uh, sometimes on warm days, we'll walk like Main Street and uh, take buses and go back to our separate homes and we just chat. Uh, and it's very lovely. Uh, but we were walking the other day and we were on Main Street. Uh, we were near Red Cat Records. And Carrie and I were, and Carrie's a very, very pale uh woman with red hair mm-hmm. um, we were walking together we were chatting uh, very good friends and this kind of out of it man uh who was complete who was a skinhead uh mm-hmm. was looking at us and i guess thought uh, just assumed we were together okay and then started uh doing the see kyle motion at both of us oh, staring at both of us <laughs> both of, yeah it was it was very very intense he was very intense looking he had a like a denim jacket, a really old one that had a bunch of like anarchist and, uh, and I think on the back had a swastika on it. Um, and he was not breaking eye contact with us as we walked by and uh, yeah, he finally passed us. And because I'm that, I'm the kind of person who will make excuses for everybody. I was like, okay. Oh, he probably just has mental health problems and he doesn't know what he's doing. And he just like did that like accidentally. So I turned around and I saw that he like the second that he passed us, he stopped see Kyling. So it was directed directly towards us yeah uh so yeah i would give him a ticket yeah. uh and the ticket would be for him to only be allowed to eat at ethnic restaurants uh <laughs> for the next five years because i feel i would give him the appreciation for other people in other cultures just eating be other people's food i just worry for the people who have to work in those restaurants <laughs> that's also true in your scenario though they get to spit in his food yes and in my scenario they spit in his food and he still likes it uh, and it becomes <laughs> a very nom, 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 nom. he learns he learns uh more but tolerance and yeah. <laughs> charlie demers has this funny joke i don't know if he still tells it but it's a uh, white spot because White Spot always has like green curry or pad thai, and he's like, it's a place where racists can eat and <laughs> still enjoy like good at his like, White Spot. Yeah. Uh, that's awful. Your stories are so dark. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, but they're so ones. sweet. They're, it's like a perfect. They're they're. I mean, they're real. They happened. Yeah, that's really. I'm really sorry. That's scary. It is, uh, but yeah, it just makes me appreciate everything else and all the people who are in my life as well. It is also a reminder that. I mean, Main Street near Red Cat is a pretty, like, liberal, like, arty neighborhood. So it just, I think sometimes I get stuck, I get in a bubble of like, oh, these are my friends and everybody's open-minded. So for that to happen, it is also just a good reminder. That the world is a terrible place. The world's a terrible place and uh, corporations will rule us all one day. Oh, I can't. They do already. Yeah, they do. They do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and there's racists everywhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, you can be walking down Main Street and get away with that. That's fucked up. Yeah. Bad ticket. I was just going to give Dairy Queen a ticket for that creamsicle <laughs> dip cone. I was going to say for giving you diarrhea. <laughs> Doesn't give me diarrhea, but it does wake me up with stomach cramps. Mm. Makes me really dizzy. Oh. It's a cre- It's like orange creamsicle on the inside and then chocolate? And no, it's supposed to be like a dip cone that's been dipped in cr- the creamsicle oh. orange part, but it's not good. Oh, what? that's a bummer. I love creamsicles. I know. Yeah. I, don't... I mean, it really isn't ticket worthy anymore. I still don't get it. Yeah, oh, no. That, no, that is ticket worthy. My ticket <laughs> was going to be for people on the seawall who take up so much room. <laughs> the That's also brutal. ticket worthy. I also hate it when people don't like move because they're a couple and you have to like walk in the dirt because you're a yeah. single loser. <laughs> it's always middle aged, not middle aged, but like boomer aged. So like 60s aged 
For me, it's always like people in their 20s. Really? For yeah. me, it's always like 60. Well, well, this is who's on the seawall in the middle of the day because it's right. like retired people. Oh, you're going for runs down there at lunch. Yeah. Oh. And it's usually a couple or several older white ladies and they I don't know why but they all need to walk with like one and a half feet in between them all and so like three of them will take up the entire path and then I have to to run around them I have to go in the bike area which which is scary so I'm always like so aggressive in the bike shoulder checking and then there's so much goose poo everywhere but also, like, I'm not a fast runner. Like, you can hear me coming. Slap, 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 slap. I'm going, yeah, 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 yeah. Just trying to pump myself up. Yeah, you're doing great. Um, no, but I, you can, like, hear me. I'm slowly, like, padding along. And usually younger people here, they turn around, they move to the side. Or I will go around them. But it's always, like... I don't know if they're tourists or if they just are old white rich people, but I, I want to push them all off the seawall. That's my ticket. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also people who are smoking on the seawall too. Oh yeah. I want to push them into the stinky water. Uh, the people who don't like realize or just, I guess they've been smoking for so long that they forget uh, what it's like for people who don't smoke. I was on the ferry the other day to Tofino and uh, there was just somebody and they were like, they were just smoking in, in line outside uh, uh. just in front of a whole bunch of like, they, they didn't even move to the side. They were standing in between like two families. And then I was sitting on a, a bench uh, looking out and yeah, they were just smoking. Uh, and uh, yeah. Smoke them if you got them. Yeah. One of my new neighbors is a chain smoker. And uh, I think that he's just like, that's it. But cigarette smoke triggers a whole bunch of weird memories, I, uh, not only as an ex-smoker, but as a kid that grew up in a place where everyone's always smoking and my mom always smoked. And I'd like to give a ticket to people smoke with their windows rolled up in their cars. I see that, oh, yeah. I see that once in a while. That's crazy. It looks crazy. really cool. <laughs> Should we Hupo of the Week? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Hupo of the Week. Who's your Hupo? Uh, I have a human Hupo and then an animal Hupo. Allowed. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, my animal Popo is my uh, my cat daughter, uh, Zoe. Uh, she's very lovely. And uh, recently uh, she's been waking me up in the morning. I know it's because she's hungry and I feed her uh, at a regular time. But in my mind, I know it's because she loves me uh, on days off also. And she's waking me up to remind me to take my uh, Wellbutrin in the morning at a regular time so that I don't get all weird and wonky when I have an off schedule with my antidepressants. Oh, she. <laughs> She's keeping you in check. Yeah, she's a lovely little girl, and she knows that her daddy needs it. <laughs> she's your nurse. Yeah. <laughs> nurse Zozo. Nurse Zo. Uh, and then my human puppo is Kelly Augmentson. Yay! Oh, she's okay. <laughs> I love her. She's a wonderful person, and uh, we've only been friends for a little while, but it feels like we've been friends for a long time, and she's uh, she's very sweet, and she's help talk me down out of things when I'm feeling very anxious. So she's also one of my puppos. She's the best. Yeah. I feel the exact same way about her. She's great. I feel like I've known her forever, even though like our friendship 
really blossomed when she was uh, in Halifax shooting Cavendish. Oh. And she would just spend a long time in the bath, as was I, on the other side of the country. And we'd just be messaging each other, both in the bath. Mm. <laughs> and then when she moved back, I was like, well, we're best friends now, right? Yeah. <laughs> like we spent all those baths together. <laughs> totally normal. Not weird at all. Um, my papo is all the weird teenage geese that I ran into today on all the right. seawall. I went for a run on Monday also, and I, I didn't see as many of them, but there was so much goose poo everywhere on the seawall. Like usually there's a little bit and you can sort of avoid it. And this time it's just like polka dotted, like the whole, the whole way. And it's, uh, it's gross and it adds a fun new challenge to running. Um, there's obstacles now. Yeah. I'm very scared of goose poo because I know someone who, um, slipped on it while walking a dog and then uh, broke her ankle and then Fun. found out she had osteoporosis. And so I'm like, if you slip on goose poo, you automatically have osteoporosis. But the science checks out. Yeah, no. that's in my brain. <laughs> I am a scientist. Uh, but today I get to the seawall. I start my run. I've literally been running for 30 seconds. And then I see, I think maybe like 25 geese, adults and and babies. I posted several stories on my Instagram. Uh, so you can check those out. Uh, they're right in the most awkward phase where they're kind of too big to be cute. And their feathers are sort of like you can see their weird wing feathers are just starting to grow and they're just sort of jutting out from the fluffy baby feathers. Do you think that they're self-conscious about their bodies the way we are when we're teenagers? <sighs> no, they do not care how much space they take up and they don't care how weird they look. Because look at their parents. That's who they learn from. That's true. And those are some weird looking dino birds. And they were all just like wiggling their necks around and cleaning themselves. And it was it was hypnotic. And <laughs> there was a bunch of other people stopped also taking photos and bikers had to go around because they just all decided to sit down in the bike path. And when I finally started running, I saw uh, like several other geese families that were just waddling up to join them. And I was like, I, lo I love this. <laughs> They're so good. And a lot of people are messaging me about it. And uh, I appreciate everyone's love for the medium honkers. Who's your papa? My papa was Hank. Um, I took him to Queen Elizabeth Park yesterday, which was one of the like perks of moving to the neighborhood I live in is that I know I can take him there a couple of times a week. And he immediately got into a stream, which was really cute mm. that he found. And then he jumped in the fountain at the top. Really, he didn't jump in, actually. He carefully stepped in. And then I don't think he's allowed in the fancy fountain, but there aren't any signs. I think it's okay. Yeah, and it's just, then he discovered the bathtub last night when I was having a bath. Oh, and your bathtub. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've never had a bathtub in the time that he's been around. So he's delighted by that. And this morning I went in and, and he was already looking inside like as if there would still be water in it. Aww. He loves water. Oh, my, he's my papo, and we just went to the vet tonight and he had acupuncture and a checkup. And he doesn't have to go back for a treatment if everything goes well until his just ne next regular scheduled treatment. That's nice. Like, uh, not treatment, but checkup. So, and at that time, he's still sore. Then he just gets acupuncture. But that's many months away, so he's doing great. That's awesome. That's great, yeah. yeah I love my dog. And my new papo is also um, all my friends that helped me move, including Jessica. Everyone's the best, and I have very nice people in my life. Thank you. Anytime. Okay. So, Ronald, if people want to see you perform, where would they see you perform? Uh, I perform every Tuesday night uh, with Little Mountain Improv. Nice. Uh, 
a lot of former guests of this podcast have been on. And yeah, I, I love everybody on there and they've made me feel very welcome uh, joining. That's great. Papa yeah. of the Week, Kelly Ogmanson. Yes. Yeah, it's been like the best thing that I've experienced doing comedy in the city. That's great. I want to go so bad, but it's the same night as my band practice. And uh, it's like... There's so many things like that I missed. <sighs> I missed Emmett's uh, album launch the other day. It was real weird. That was <laughs> so sexual. It was so many dance moves. I was not prepared. I love his dancing. He's it's a really he's great one dancer. of the best dancers. Yeah. yeah. He asked me to sing on a song and I was not, uh, I didn't have the dance moves. Uh, <laughs> I didn't have the level of confidence as him. So he was. He told me, like, wear sunglasses and just stand still. And I was like, I can do that. <laughs> I'm really good at that. If people want to follow you online. Yeah, you can follow me online uh, at Ronald Dario on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, and I'm also going to be performing at um, Improvaganza. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, that will be happening next week from the 12th to the 24th, I think. And where's that? It's in Edmonton. So uh, you get to visit your buddy from the corner store. <gasps> Is it me and his meet cute? Uh, yeah. yeah you're gonna see his cute meat oh i hope so i hope it's a chain on his necklace <laughs> gross i don't want to see that guy's meat um i'm also going to the beautiful province of alberta hmm. i'm going to sled island at the end of june so if you want to see me perform in the bands energy slime garbage dreams or the pink lincolns check me out there it's all on the sled island website i there's too many shows to list it's gonna be ridiculous what do you have coming up mm, if you want to pre-order my book go to arsenalpress.com i believe i should look that up arsenal uh, pulp press oh yeah i think so hmm anyways pre-order my book so you're a little bit sad so what nice things to say to yourself on sad days and other essays um i'm going to be in a couple of book festivals in the fall oh cool to be announced uh when i get my official invitations mm, i don't have any shows until september 7th come draw with me it's on september 7th uh, come draw with me we'll sell out so if you want to see it please buy tickets now uh, you can find them at hot art wet city and yeah, thank you so much, Ronald, for being on the podcast. Thank you for uh, having me. Please come yeah. back. I would love to. And I will try to not be so sad next time. It's mm, fine. It's yeah, the you're world great. is full of ding dongs and, and eye sockets. <laughs> ding dongs and eye sockets. Uh, if you like the podcast and you want to give us money, we love money. We will accept it graciously. Uh, you can donate at patreon.com slash retail nightmares if you want to buy a tote bag you can go to uh i don't remember what it is they're very nice looking kelly has one thank you yeah, yes pretty cool. um they're designed by chris von sambathy it's at, at retail nightmares dot and if you want to rate us on itunes we will also accept only five stars only five stars please Although it is pretty funny that someone gave us a really good review and only one star. That made me laugh very hard. It makes it brought our average down, but I think it's <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's arsenalpulp.com. Thank you. Your, there's your book right there on the, the home page. Jeez, Louise. Yeah. Wow. That's exciting. Um, please come back sometime. I would love to. Yeah. Share the horrors of the world. The nightmares. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait a second. We always end on a positive note. Oh, yes. Um... 
I ate a whole bowl of rice today. <laughs> Hold that, on, I'll do it. That's not positive. Uh, we have a great week and that you see many puppos and that people are kind to you and then you're kind to them too. Okay, bye. 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 bye.